from the Summer Skate Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled-based, increased safety measures with your choices of games as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to and in the classroom. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com slash mhockeyd1. Beyond, wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to uclhockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza, with six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust. To go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Toyota of the Desert, your trusted Toyota dealership in Cathedral City, California. 20 years of eating you crave only faster at OU Hockey. Caesars rewards towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans, to a fresh new week, a Monday in analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Palm Springs, California, for just one more night, and then I'll be spending it in Las Vegas, where history, I predict, will be made tomorrow night when the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers play Game 5. That is my prediction of the night. My co-host, as always, who makes predictions nonstop, Paul Hornstein from that big, beautiful palatial estate with the huge backyard, the fire pit, the security guard, the barking dogs, you name it, he's well protected. I have the dogs. That's it. I don't want to give me this other nonsense. <laughs> I, was, I was on a roll. I didn't want to quit. The dogs, and I do have a fire pit, but that's no big deal. Everybody here is one of those. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go with that talk. Anyway, <laughs> anything happening in the college hockey world? Because last night we had a great show with the head coach from Arizona State, Greg Powers, on. And um, you know, you tell me every single off season, what are we going to do for stories? Because we don't have anything to talk about. The hockey season's over now. What are we going to do? How are we going to fill time? And I keep telling yeah. you what. There's always something to talk about. Well, and Coach yeah, Powers point. set us up for an entire year. Yeah, well, first of all, let's, let's remember, I don't listen to you. You don't listen to me? <laughs> no. So it's, okay. Uh, you know, why should I be, uh, you know, uh, that's just, I don't like to listen to myself. Why should I, I, I keep trying to tune in after you play the open. So I don't. Have yeah, to I keep delaying the open, by the way, yeah, as I long know, as I can so I catch that. you. Yeah, I know. I know. Stop doing that. Um, no, I mean, it's craziness. Um, there are times where you have the odd show where there's nothing to talk about. And sometimes you're on the road and, you know, getting those rose petals. Okay. Hold on a minute. Sometimes I'm on the road. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but for the last two years, my friend, I have lived on the road. Well, so that does that cat, can you say you're on the road if you don't ever quote, go home? I don't even know where home is anymore. Well, see. So you can your home is the road. <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. Sadly, sadly, that um, is kind of the truth. So I mean, um, I'm I'm sure you've dug into your back seat and got those pom poms for tomorrow night. Black and gold, baby. Just well, the way your landlord loves it. I cannot to see that part. I can't argue with. That's true. <laughs> 
That is very, very true. Let me tell you how I spent today, Paul. I spent today working on the concept of whether I should go to Vegas or not. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to go. I have to go. This is historic. Stephen Marsh is going to be in the building for us. But um, outside the building is nearly as crazy, if not crazier, than inside the building. Because the people that go inside the building have bought tickets to watch a hockey game. The people outside weren't able to get tickets or couldn't afford tickets or whatever it might be. And they are just as excited about their team, the Vegas Golden Knights. And I have told Stephen... Team. This is one that sees the prize and knows what it takes, and they're not going to let the cart. Yes, I, I thought Steven this one, by the way. The cart before the horse. This is a one game at a time, one shift at a time. But I'll tell you right now, uh, Paul, they don't not they do not want to go back to Florida. Well, no, of course not. And uh, listen, Florida came back from down three games to one at Boston. They won two games on the road at Boston. And for them to win the cup, they pretty much have to do the exact same thing to the Golden Knights. <sighs> Aiden Hill is on a roll. Um, I know the Bruins had a great regular season and Jeremy Swayman and I forget who the other goalie is, but uh, Olmark had, had great seasons and just, you know, the the Panthers just, you know, these things happen. They very rarely happen twice. Okay. Uh, 75 Islanders down three games to none against Pittsburgh. Come back to win the series. It was the second time it had ever happened. They were down three games to none to that team south of Jersey. And forced to game seven. And that's you, you might see that if you went through the history books and, and 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 checked for that. But you know, coming back from down three games to one twice in a playoff season, that's hard. Well, and things are a little different now than when they played Boston. Boston was to start the playoffs. This is to win the Stanley Cup, the final stage. And injuries have taken their toll on Florida. Yeah, um, we don't know if Kachuk's going to play tomorrow night. And, and travel is ridiculous. I mean, Florida oh, to Vegas, Vegas to Florida. It, nah, shush. At the end of a, at the end of a, they, a at the end of a playoff, planes? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You still have to fly the miles. Yeah. It's still across the country. It's at right. the end of, you know, you're trying to win 16 games. Uh, Golden Knights have won 15, right. and now they have a chance to win 16. And you're going back and forth across the, uh, the, uh, the country. I mean, what in the world? I mean, eventually it's going to catch up to you, and I think it might be catching up to the Florida Panthers. In addition, as I said, this Vegas Golden Knights team is different. Um, Jack Eichel's feeling it. Uh, Petrangelo's feeling it. Aiden Hill's feeling it. Jonathan Marshall. Just go down the list. I mean, uh, they are eerily similar to what I'm seeing out here at Coachella Valley as far as depth. As far as depth. I'm not saying I like Florida's chances. I'm just saying that they're traveling by charter. It's not like they're checking their bags and stuff. Jeez. You still got to fly across the country. Your body knows what it's like to go three different time zones, correct? It's still both teams, and it's better to go east to west. And the best part about that is the team that's coming home with momentum is usually feeling a lot better than the team that's got their back against the wall, so to speak, on elimination. So you get back when you when you're Vegas, for example, and you're coming back from Florida, you're coming back to your own bed, you're in your own house in and you're going to play in your own ice and go to your own locker room. When you're Florida, you're making that trip and you've got to come to a hotel. You've got to stay in a place that, um, you know, isn't home. You got to go to a, a different arena, a different locker room, a hostile fan base. There are so many things working against them right now that if they're able to pull this off, it would be a very, very, um, I would say, highly unlikely task. Well, but well, listen. The cliche is the cliche is that right? If, if Vegas can hold them off for the first ten minutes, right? That's kind of the cliche. But 
you know, let's not forget the Golden Knights have a bunch of guys on this team that have won cups before. And that matters. It certainly does. Especially in this situation, that matters. Okay. Yeah, and, and again, I would parallel with what's going on with Coachella Valley. Um, I, I thought last series against Milwaukee, Coachella Valley um, struggled on the games on the road in this 2-3-2 format because they got on a plane Sunday. The plane was late taking off. They finally got going. They landed in Milwaukee. Yes, two-hour time difference, but still. They landed in Milwaukee. Now they got to get settled into their hotel, get accustomed to the two-hour time change, eat at different places, and then play a game Monday night. Not the case this time. This time they flew out Sunday. I understand there were no hitches in getting off the ground and getting going. Um, They arrived yesterday. They had all day today to get their wits about them, if you will, about um, Hershey, Pennsylvania, in the rain and and eating chocolate bars and all that good stuff. And um, now they'll play a game tomorrow night. Completely, completely different in my book. Well, uh, listen, they got an extra day in the NHL in in the Stanley Cup final, too. I mean, they played on Saturday, and they're not playing until tomorrow night. So they have an extra day. But that being said, um, I still don't like Florida's chances because you know, I'm going to go out on that limb. Um, um, and like I said, Vegas has a bunch of guys that have done this before, and that just matters. You know, I'm not yep. one of these guys. I'm not one of these guys that's like, oh, you have to have all these crafty veterans. To me, craft the phrase like a crafty veteran, which is used mostly in baseball, is, is just a term for like he's a body. But winning 15 games in the postseason and winning 16 games in the postseason is a completely different thing. You can't, it definitely is. You can't recreate the desperation that Florida will play with tomorrow, Kachuk or not. Well, and, and also, Paul, it, it's, a, it's a toll on your body. You're older than, than an AHL player for the most part. Um, you've been through the rigors of the season. You have bumps and bruises, some of them more severe than others. Um, it, it's what you have left physically. Mentally, you can, you can stir it up and you can stir up the desperation and all that, but it's what your body will allow you to do. If you're a step or two behind an NHLer, you're probably going to get beat. You're probably going to get beat. Well, see, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think they're all hurt and they're all slowed and they're all beaten up. And we know that. Some more than others, though, Paul. And you just mentioned Matthew Kachuk. Um, if that was Jack Eichel, for example, on the on the Golden Knights team, um, we'd be saying the same thing about that. We're going, like, oh, I don't know if Michael doesn't play. I don't know. If Petrangelo well, doesn't play, I don't know. Mark Stone because, doesn't play. I don't know. Because you can usually survive something like that for one game. It's hard to do. It'll be, it would be hard to do it for three games. When he is, I mean, he might not wear the C, he wears an A, but he's still kind of the go-to guy. And he's the guy that draws everybody else's attention. Yep, and they're going to have to change their style if they want to win. They're not going to be able to be the, and you and I talked about the college side of this today, but you're not going to be able to be the tough guy now. Now you've got to play smart because if you take one too many penalties or you uh, do something stupid and cost your your uh, team a goal. That could be it. Your season could be over. There's there's no second chances right no. now. No, not at all. Okay, That's so a, let's move on to college you, hockey. You but wanna, before we do you that, transition to that. You yeah, I transition. <laughs> I got to uh, I got to throw out Joey Decord one more time. I don't think people realize this, and they will eventually. They will. And I don't want to put the hex on him, but he's so gone. Shut up. He's gone 120 minutes of shutout hockey in the Calder Cup finals. That if hasn't been done this, since 1939. He hears, if he hears this and Dan Bosma hears this, they he, are going no, to no. hate you. I'm, nope. I'm, I'm Dan said you. he's a little stitious, not superstitious. Yeah, okay. And, and Joey, Joey has no superstitions at all. He's yeah, just. Okay. Scrap the pads on, play the game. You know, um, he's thinking about, hey, if I get the loose puck, I'm shooting at the score. And if it's six on four, all that means is that I can do it as many times as I want because it'll never be icing. 
Okay. <laughs> I love that attitude. He goes, you know, I can shoot it down there as many times as I want when it's six on four because I can't ice it. Okay. <laughs> I'll just keep taking my wax at it. Anyway, congratulations to Joey at this point. Whatever happens from here on out is just uh, icing on the cake right now. I mean, he's doing such a phenomenal. Yeah, unless you gave him the Maloik. About college hockey all the time, and how is this team going to come together, and how will that team come together, and what will happen when they run into adversity, and how, how will they fall apart? Will they be able to pick it up? Are there leaders? Well, I can tell you from the Coachella Valley Firebird side of things, and and I've been here um, nearly every day since March, and the uh, this group is a group that finds a way uh, to get things done. They. They understand what it's like. They've got guys that have also won cups. Um, they've got guys that are experienced. They've got guys that are younger but have learned from the veterans. And uh, I keep pulling that up. Every game, Paul, I ask about, are they still learning? Coach, are they still learning? Are they still getting better? And um, the answer is yes. Okay. I mean. The uh, ex-Sun Devil and what his team is doing because right. last night, Coach Powers, as I said, gave us stuff to talk about until the start of the season. Yeah, just about. I mean, um, you talk about um, what we're what we're looking to see at the, the the Stanley Cup final, and Coach Powers talked about last night. And there's just so much stuff you can't get all the questions in, and and all the analysis. Um, and he said it to us several times now that he wants to bring his team back to a big, tough, physical, hard-to-play-against kind of team. And I am all for that. As long as it's done with discipline. Has to be done with discipline. Because being tough being physical and being hard to play against means nothing if you're in the penalty box all the game long. Nope, it certainly doesn't. And as I told you off uh, off air today, and we were having a little discussion about the show tonight, I said, um, I'm not a lot worried, but I'm a, a tad apprehensive about that. Uh, not so much about the style, because I agree with you. They weren't as tough and strong, and dare I say they may have been a bet I understand wanting to improve that. What I don't want to see happen as a supporter of Sun Devil Hockey, and I think I can say that, I'm a supporter of everybody that we cover. But um, I will say that I think you want to tone it down a bit. I think you want to focus on being big, strong, and physical hockey players. Don't get it misconstrued with being big, strong thugs. Because if that gets out there, you know, we had Mike Schmidt on uh, last week, and uh, Mike told us that coaches will always want to talk to the, the referees before the start of a series. They'll want to tell them, hey, watch this guy in the face-off circle. You know, watch this guy stick because he tends to get it up high. Um, watch this guy making a play in the offensive zone or defensive zone. So if, if that word is circulating, you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want any sort of potential bias in a referee's head uh, true or not, you just don't want it out there. So I think if, if I could give advice to, to Coach Powers and the Sun Devils, I would say we want to be really big, strong, physical hockey players. We want to shut things down in the neutral zone. We want to get in front of the net offensively. We want to pressure them on a forecheck um, and do it with physicalness, but but not do it um, thugness, if that's a word. Yeah, well, listen, you, you have to stay disciplined. And and you don't have to go out of your way to hit people. You just don't. If you play your position properly, the hits will come to you. Okay. Uh, that is a great statement, by the way. Can we write that down? Because uh, a lot of people at a lot of different levels need to know that. If you play your position, the hits will come to you. Well, it, that's just fact. I mean, um, you know. But you, then why don't to, people digest that, Paul? I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I, because the aggressive mindset 
takes precedent usually because you're not quite thinking the way you should be. Play your position. The hits will come to you. And with the discipline part comes is knowing when you should play the puck and when you should play the man. And a lot of times when you go to play the puck when you should be playing the man is when you get in defensive trouble. Yeah, I think everybody has a responsibility on the ice, and all of these guys at the NCAA level should know that. And again, I, I'm not I'm not worried about that part of it. I'm I'm worried about two things. I'm worried about the word getting out there and preceding you before you get on the ice. That oh boy, because we've heard this before yeah. um, from Arizona State when they first came into the league. They well, said, yeah, they don't know how to play hockey. They just know how to be thugs. They're just going to hit everything that moves. Um, and, and that's not true. They are they are a very talented squad and will be a very talented squad again this year. So you don't want reputation to precede you. And then secondly is, as you said, with the discipline things, your guys have to understand that, hey, coach isn't looking for me to lay somebody out. Coach is looking for me to, to force a turnover or to make a play in the, in the neutral zone. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for the, the hit to put somebody on a stretcher. No, that that's you don't have to. You want to knock the man off the puck. You don't have to put him on the ground to do that. Do you? Does it? Can you? Does that happen? Of course it does. But if you are playing the puck the puck properly, and you're taking your man out of the play, that's being physical. Okay. Um, if the hit, if the hit presents itself, you can take, you take it to be physical. That also means going in front of the net and taking the punishment. You want to be physical. That also means going into the corners and digging the puck out. You want to be physical. That means, you know, that, you know, if the, if the puck is coming to a certain area, you can hit a guy. I believe Paul. But, it also means it also means winning puck battles. And for people that don't understand right. that, a, a puck battle is when there's a loose puck somewhere on the ice, and two players, one from each team, are battling for it. Who's going to find the wherewithal, the strength, the positioning, the skill to win that puck battle? And the team that wins more puck battles, nine times out of ten, will win more games. Right. I mean, and you can be physical if you're a defenseman playing. You know taking the guy in front of the net. Okay. We, we know the referees will let a little bit go because that's hockey. But you still have to be in the right position. You get in trouble when you get out of position, and that's a lack of discipline. Yeah, no argument from me on that. So anyway. So, and, and we also know this, and I'm not – you know, if Mike Schmidt wants to come after me for saying this, this is just the way it is. And, you know, I welcome that. Okay. As long as ASU is not in a league, especially when they go on the road. Okay. I'm not saying it's a conscious thing. But if you're that referee and I don't have to see Greg Powers again, I don't care. If he's pissed at me, if I got to go see him two weeks down the line because he's in my conference, it's still a subconscious thing, and we will, and we both know that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to argue that point at all. I think you know, and I was an official, not to that level, obviously, but um, I get it. I mean, there were points where you, you, there were coaches where you didn't want to hang around if you could avoid him on the bench. You, you would go to, to lengths to, to avoid a particular coach. So I get that. Um, so anyway, I don't want to beat a dead horse no. on this. And I just, it came to mind last night again because I heard Coach Powers say that. And I, I think he knows um, what his guys have to do. So uh, I don't need to tell him that. I just, when I heard it again, I was going like, man, I, I hope uh, it's not being interpreted by other people out there because you know me. I'm in a lot of different arenas. I hear a lot of things about a lot of different teams, 
And um, I, I kind of just open my ears when I'm in an arena and go, what, what are they saying about so-and-so? And I don't, I don't run back and say, so-and-so said this or whatever. It's all pretty much, you know, confidential, but I don't want, um, I don't want a bad reputation or be a misinterpreted reputation. That's a better, better uh, for that. Um, so other than that, Paul, he had nothing else to say. There was no. nothing, nothing no. big on the deal. No, no, he, he just, he just, yeah, you know, just it was just boring, blase. Um, you know. Okay, before we take a break, let's let's get this. I told them, I said, Coach, you know, for years I've had to ask you about how's the arena coming, when's it coming, when are we going to open it up, where is it going to be built, how much is it going to cost, where is it? Uh, that were questions as you would say had to be asked. Well, the arena's done now. Mullet Arena, one of the finest in all of college hockey, is done. So now the next obvious question, Paul, is um, what's going on with the conference, Coach? We, we keep asking you. You keep telling us it's coming soon, sooner rather than later. Uh, trust me, uh, we're working on it. It's going to happen. Well, last night we took a step farther in that conversation, you I want to talk about? Yeah, we did. You want to talk about that before or after a break? I want to talk about that right now. Then we'll take okay. the break after, and then we'll talk about players and schedules. Well, he read the tea leaves. He said, read the tea. The tea leaves are pretty much accurate. So what does that say? Well, if you know what the reports are, if you've seen the things that are public, we know what, we know what that means. Okay. Um, are you listening, Michael? You know, <laughs> not that we know anything. <laughs> Well, we understand okay. that nobody can come out and say this until it's an official announcement, but I think that was about as close as you can get when he said, if you're reading the tea leaves, they're they're pretty close to accurate. Right. So um, that being said, and we've, we've had this discussion a thousand times, and I'll say this because I don't really, I mean, I care, but I don't care about the bean counters. From a hockey standpoint, short of joining, creating their own league, and we and I'm sure we'll get into that after the break if we don't get into it before. Okay. Um, this was the best choice. And this being, let's, let's just say it. Let's be the first to say it if we have to. Um, I believe that this, this tea leaves oh. reading is saying that they will become a member of the NCHC at some point in time. Right. That I mean, that was put out in public. I don't. I. It's, I don't want to sit here and say that. I, I'm losing you really bad on your voice. I don't know where really? you are, but yeah, it's I'm very, very soft to me. Eating the microphone. Okay, maybe it's your phone it needs to be turned the volume up a little bit or something. Well, all right, I'll do that too. I don't know if that works or not. It's louder in my headphones, but I don't know if that means it's louder on the microphone or not. Now uh, it got worse. I can't hear anything. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, every, I, every, it, it's, it, I have it on, and my, you see the little green, the purple. Well, I know, spot. I know you have it on, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you, I can't, I, I can't hear your volume. It, the volume is incredibly low. So, really, because I'm, like I said, I'm eating the microphone. I, I, I don't think it's that you're ta- not talking to the microphone. I think your phone setting might be too low. You oh, got to turn the know. volume up on your phone so that transmits a little better. But anyway, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I'll turn up the, the the headphones. I don't know if that has anything to do with the microphone or not, but um, we'll try to do that too if I can get this thing to. But either way, um, I'm gonna sit here and and from a hockey perspective, the NCHC, as we've said it before, makes the most sense. You've got Denver, you have CC. Right, those are our short road trips. Okay, I got nothing, so I don't know what the deal is, but I can't Let's hear. Let's take word. a break. Take the break. Still can't hear me. Ah, uh, now you're coming back. You're coming back. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, listen, much better, much better right now. By the way, okay. Um, I, I would sit here and say, and we've said it before from a hockey perspective, the NCHC is the way to go. 
I know the bean counters might not agree because those are not national brands, so to speak, from other leagues. But Denver and CC, short trips. Omaha, also a short trip. Right? Um, you know, obviously you have the, the brand name in North Dakota. And you'd have to give me the geography on St. Cloud or or Duluth. St. Cloud, St. Cloud and Duluth are both easy trips because if you want, you can fly directly to Minneapolis-St. Paul. Uh, it's okay. about 65 miles from the airport to St. Cloud. It's about 150, 160 miles to Duluth, um, both on the interstate. So even in the middle of winter, they're tolerable. You can do it. Um, and Western, I, I, I don't have. Nobody wants to go to Western in the middle of summer. Well, I don't want to go to Minnesota in the middle of summer either, but that doesn't, you know. That doesn't I'm matter. telling you, though, at least at least there are highways. <laughs> Going okay. to Western well, is kind of I, difficult, I but anyway. I don't know. And there's I, also I, things called lake effect snow. Okay. I, once again, I don't, and, and I've never been to Oxford. Um, you, what you're asking, my friend, is to make some tours this winter. No, yeah, Let's no. see if we can line that up. Um, well, uh, did Hawaii start a team? Because that's where I'm going. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um. So, I mean, if you have six pretty easy trips in your conference, I I, mean, I don't know how they're going to break down the schedule. They might make it pods of three. As long as there's nine teams in the league, where you would play home and home for sure against Denver and CC, and then rotate the other games. I don't know how many games that equals. You're talking four, and there's uh, six other teams in the league. Um, so I guess that would be 24 games. I don't know. Maybe you could play a home and home against everybody else. 16 conference games. I guess that's doable, right? Well, you're assuming one thing. You're assuming that Arizona State's coming into this uh, NCHC and becoming the ninth team. Right. Um, there are still a ton of possibilities out there. There well, are. Okay, there's a chance that, that the NCHC could lose some teams because they could that. go with a summit league if they were decided to do something. Well, see, that's... There could yeah, see, be, now we're, okay, but there now could we're be a 10th team. Coming in, what? Well, what if Lindenwood decides to be the tenth team? What if they come in in pairs? Well, we but we don't we don't know that, and we haven't heard anything. That we 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 also know that, I mean, becoming a Summit League it, it turns a different story. That's that we're just basing it on the fact that ASU would be the ninth team in the current league. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, don't put the cart before the horse because just because we haven't heard it yet doesn't mean that they're not having a tenth team oh, join listen, because I'm we sure know there are teams out there that need conferences to play in, well, and I think that. one I of the most obvious we'll is Lindenwood because Lindenwood is about equal distance from the Rockies as Arizona State is, one well, to the west, one to the east. Yeah, and I, and I get that, but we're we're we we don't have. Uh, there's, there's been nothing uh, advanced about Lindenwood one way or the other. So we're just going based on on this. You know, if, a, if they do it in pods of three, then you play those two teams four times and everybody else twice. That's uh, six, four, uh, eight, and 12 is 20. So you'd have 20 league games. And you rotate the who you play at home and who you play on the road. Gosh, I wish we knew somebody that made the schedule for yeah, the NCHC. Not, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I because mean, that that would really help. It would, but <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think that my idea is good because it, it, all my it's ideas only are June. good. It's only June. I guess we can't push that too hard right now. But you anyway, know, that was uh, uh, that was fun conversation. Yeah. So, like I said, from a, from a hockey perspective, short of their own conference. And we could talk about that, too, because I think that's part of the discussion after we do take a break, if we take one, or when we take one. Um, uh, 
you know, I the, the question would then be, do they start in 24-25 or 25-26? I guess that all depends on um, when, you know, the, the idea was gaining traction and possible that at some point when they started making the 24-25 schedule, and we know they kind of already started that because Michael tells us that all the time. Did they make two schedules, one with and one without ASU? Yeah, anything is possible. I mean, I don't know if I'm losing you or not. Again, I, I heard you, then I lost you, then I heard you. <laughs> I have no idea. It's you, still 75-mile-an-hour winds out never here. So, I mean, <laughs> anyway, um, let's put a bow on this and take a break. I'll, I'll put the bow on by saying they apparently are not going to the Big Ten, which I told you um, – since we started the show, that would be a horrible mistake uh, for Arizona State to enter the Big Ten um, just because I don't think they, they can say all they want that they're welcome there, but they're not. You saw it, you saw it in glaring, glaring visual images. I think it's from, changed. from when they played BS. Anyway. I can say that because I'm from Minnesota originally. So yeah, okay. I, I can say that that it's it, it, no, no, it's not. It's um, it, it would never work. It would never get them a fair hockey chance. Uh, subconsciously, I, I think they want an eighth team. That subconsciously things might happen. I think they want an eighth team, but I think they want it to be a team that's already that in Any the one of those teams in the Big Ten would welcome an Arizona State Big Ten champion. You are sadly... W-R-O-N-G, my friend. How's that possible? I'm never wrong. <laughs> this one, you are definitely wrong. So let's hope that this uh, tea leaves stuff doesn't change directions and oh, no. uh, it continues to be uh, an NCHC because, as you said, short of having their own conference, this is the best uh, that they could possibly do as a hockey program in NCAA hockey, in my humble opinion. Let's take a break. Let's come back, and we can get into uh, more discussion about what this means for the other independents. We'll be right back. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season in that brand new equipment bag. Yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe. 
and 592 West White Mountain Boulevard in Pine Top, as well as its Ghost Kitchen in Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. This is ITHSW Podcasts, Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Indeed it is, Analytics and Eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from a very windy and uh, not too warm Palm Springs, California. Soon to be headed to Vegas, though, early tomorrow morning. I am going to be on the road to Vegas for the Stanley Cup Final Game 5. What's not? I will have warm. the outside coverage. And Stephen Marsh will have the inside coverage. And Paul Hornstein will be sitting back with a land shark, feet up, relaxing in that big, beautiful estate out on Long Island, New York. What's not too warm? You're saying it's not too warm in Palm, in Palm Springs. What's not too warm? Not yet. It's going to be 580. But I'm just going to jump over the mountain and get right over to the Pacific Ocean. Awesome. Awesome. I'll send you pictures. Don't worry. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'm sure Stephen will get his picture with the cup. Uh, I'm might, just saying I got might. one in the early 90s with the cup, though. I'm just letting you know that. From that team on the, on the island or that team in Manhattan? Uh, no, the one I coached. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Team picture with the Stanley Cup. Nice. Love it. Yeah, Love it. It's the uh, South Orange New Jersey tournament. It was hosted by the New Jersey Devils, sponsored by the New Jersey Devils. They had the cup there. Okay. Or at least the traveling version of the nice. cup. Nice. Very nice. So. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we digress. So anyway, we talk, we talk about the uh, the sket or the conference implications. Uh, yeah, we, and, and, I, I said we'll put a bow on it, but I think we have to mention what this means for um, the other independents. Yeah, I, I, I we brought up the question last night, and 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 you know we've talked about this in several different ways with several different people. And we, 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 we brought the question up with Coach Powers about a quote-unquote voice or a, or a uh, coordinating voice for college hockey. And here's the problem that he said. We all agree it has to be done, but in the end, we all have to look out for ourselves. And Boy, was that a statement and a half, all in one statement. And, you know... I think part of that is what part of that is why this took so long. I I am sure that there were a lot of forces pulling at the program in a lot of different directions. We talk about the marketing people and it's a heck of a lot easier to market uh, the Wisconsin Badgers in Tempe than it is the Western Michigan Broncos or the Miami, whatever they're called now. Red Hawks. Yeah. Um, it's, it just is because Wisconsin is a brand name no matter what the sport is. That's not the case. And I know that, that people will be cranky at me 
But Minnesota Duluth is just not a brand name. Oh, come on. That's where you had to go? You're just afraid well, of Chris Mayotte. You were going to say Colorado College, but you knew that Coach Mayotte would get you. No, I, 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 I didn't want to. My, my buddy, Zach, who is a St. Cloud alum, I didn't want to get him cranky. <laughs> okay. Anyway, people know where Minnesota Duluth is. Just look under the national championship column. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. What are you talking about? I thought uh, Quinnipiac won a national championship. <laughs> You're funny. Anyway. <laughs> okay. And so anyway, uh, yeah, if we're going to get this done before the show is over with, here's the thing. Do. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, it, where does this leave Huntsville, LIU, Lindenwood, Fairbanks, Anchorage? Where does it leave all of them now? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, are they are they back on the same boat? Are we back to sweating it in the next couple of years that they're they're not gonna have an opportunity to play because they they might not get a conference? Are they gonna try to form one without Arizona State? Which no. I think would be brutally difficult. I, I think it would be. Um un, un, unless they can convince some other schools to jump. Cause I, I really do think that that was one of the the, the the forces pulling at ASU and, and I think you agree with that too that that people were waiting for certain things to happen because you have to have a 16 league and when certain things didn't happen it made it less likely that they were going to get six teams well and I think they were looking for six teams that were geographical not that they were going to you know fly across the country because um, we know uh, and, and you can just look at the schedule. Arizona State's going back to Alaska twice. Denver's going to Alaska. Um, it's not that hard from Denver West to get to Alaska. It's a lot more difficult to go from Alaska to Long Island or right. Alaska to Huntsville, Alabama, or, you know, whatever. I did think one of the interesting things that came out of Coach Powers' mouth, and I don't know if you caught it. I think he did. But he said, uh, we're just waiting for some big boys to jump in. And he well, threw out the names Alabama, Georgia, Washington, UCLA. <laughs> and I'm going like, oh, Coach, well, I, I we've think, all been waiting for that, but how, how close is that, really? I think of all those schools that he mentioned, we're talking one. And he didn't mention it. Well, no, I think he did mention the one. He didn't mention Oregon. <sighs> I don't think they're as close as one of the teams he did mention. Who is that? Mention it. Okay. The first one he mentioned was Georgia. And we know they're yeah. building a building because they're in the middle of doing that right now. I know, but they're not. I mean, where are they going to play NCAA hockey at? <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to. How are um, they going to? Who are they going to play? Uh, I, I promise you. Listen, it may have taken ASU a while, but that's because ASU didn't have a building. Okay, um, somebody's somebody in in whatever league you can figure out is going to take University of Georgia. That's just too big a name to leave out there on an island. Well, you you're again looking at at two things. You're saying the name and the building. But you don't know yeah. about anything else. You don't know about no, resources <clears throat> or no, any no, of that. So no, 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 no. We know. Listen, we're talking about the Southeast Conference. I know. And football, basketball, about, baseball. Yes. They're all in. Are they yes. all in in ice hockey though? Um, they don't have to be all in. All of them. Somebody does. Start with one. Yes. Somebody. Some big, big names got to be in. Well, I, that would be a big name. And I think you, the fact that you see. No, I mean some uh, big donor, some very big donor would have to be in if you're expecting one person to pick up the tab like a Terry Pagula. Well, but they don't have to be. They don't need to have that kind of money because they already have the building. I would just Terry, agree with you. They got to have They got to have money. They got to have a lot of money. I didn't say money. they didn't have, but they don't need $100 million. Well, they don't need a building per se. Well, but that makes a big difference. Yes and no. It does make a big difference because you need a place to play, but it also, there are so many other factors that go into 
college hockey than than just having a nice building. I am aware of that. And by the way, so you're talking about traveling to Atlanta? Who's going to have that problem? Well, um, we can talk about the people that are trying to get to Hershey. <laughs> they're right. having a whole heck of a lot of problems. So anyway, um, that's here nor there at this point because we have no idea whether the administration in Georgia, Alabama, any of those schools that Coach mentioned, we have no idea. No, we don't. Um, but at the same time, right, Do do would we, I mean, you and I have talked about Oregon. We've talked. You've talked to their people. Um, you know, it it it's unfortunately, as we know, it flip flops back and forth. We thought other places were going to have a team by now, or at least announce a team by now, and they haven't done it. And. You know, maybe that That's makes a lot a of dead air. The end. <laughs> well, it's not dead air. <laughs> that was dead air. <laughs> that, was I was waiting I for know. somebody to answer, and I wasn't going to answer on that behalf. But anyway. Well, the fact of the matter is we, we've learned not to assume a team until the team is there. Mm, yeah, in some cases. Well, in, no, well, in most cases. I mean, like I said, I mean, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to turn this into a pick on that place situation. But you know, until Oregon says, "Hey, we're going," they're not there. Well, let's let's flip the coin a minute. Instead of being negative Nellies here and going like, "Oh, what does this do to them?" Let's go to the positive side of things. Does this then open up the door for, let's say, UNLV or an Oregon? Um, on the West Coast, because now they can say, okay, Arizona State's the big dog. They're gone. Um, let's go Alaska Fairbanks, Alaska Anchorage, Simon Fraser, Oregon. Um, let's do UNLV, and let's maybe see if we can get uh, an Air Force, and let's let Air Force be our big dog. Now we got six. I'm all for that. Uh, does it happen? I, I mean, it... it- could just as likely as not. Well, one thing I know about Air Force, and I, and we've talked about this for a long time, they're in the Atlantic Conference. I know, I know, they can fly out there. Right. Uh, and that, that's, you know, it, it, people say, oh, that's not a problem. It, it is a problem. Just ask Frank territory. It is no, a problem. I, yeah. I, listen, if he I, could go the other way or stay in the same time zone, he would be very, very happy, I am certain. The other thing we know is, the majority of teams that are coming in and fluctuating, uh, whether it be D3 teams or D2 teams or, or whatever it might be, are in the East. They they right. they need spots for... Well, listen. Come in. They're an Eastern team. Um, so the mold... Western Conference. Right. And listen, I... and, and... We know, or I mean, we surmise anyway, just based on conversations. The only team push comes to shove that Air Force would be playing every year is Army. I can give you two teams. And, they will play well, Army. Oh, you mean in their conference, current conference? Well, well, if, if because they if, will play, they will play Colorado College every single year. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about if they left Atlantic Hockey. Right, they would still continue they, they, to have a, a right. They, uh, they would play Army. They probably play Army twice. They probably would as non-conference opponents. And you know, I think that's um, that's the the, the 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 team that matters the most to them, rightfully so. And if there was if there, if there was an opportunity for them to be in a quote Western Conference, just from a a, a budget standpoint. They would probably look at it seriously. We we know they would. Uh, here's what I think with with Air Force, though, I, and I don't want to put words in their mouth, but I'll hypothesis uh, hypothesize. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I would say that that 
they are very stable in the hockey environment. They've been around for years. Um, I would worry that maybe one of the things holding them back would be how stable would this new conference be? Is there stability there? Or are we going to leave a conference that's been very stable for years and become part of a group where we're not sure uh, if there's a 10-year plan, a 20-year plan, a 30-year plan, or a two-year plan? Well, listen, I mean, I didn't say they would they would snap their fingers and be like, yeah, we're in. I think you would have to get those assurances before you left, before you joined. Yeah, totally agree with you. Um, what I will say is that, um, that I think um, the decision for Arizona State, as we already mentioned, was a good one. I think now... Um, these other independents got to move a little quicker. They got to start making deals um, and make something happen within the next couple of years because I don't think that they can expect to go much more than three or four or maybe five years max and survive at this pace. Yeah, because I, they're going to continue. They're going to run out. Like it, you know, is ASU going to be able to go to Alaska again. twice uh, every year when they're in a conference like the NCHC? Well, are they, they going to be? Are they going to be able to? I don't know. And will they want twice, to? I don't know. Well, they'll probably want to at least once a year. That gives you extra games. Yeah. That will, well, I mean, that gives anybody that goes there extra games, and you still right. see it's so hard I, for them to schedule. Well, I'm just it'll. I'm just saying that I think that that that's why they would continue to play at least one of those teams up there every year. Yeah, I would. I would guess so. That you know, that's one of the teams, not two. No, I understand. And, that. and do they have the the open dates to be able to bring somebody down here? Like we talked about the schedules. I know we didn't get into it. That's another another show because this was way more important to talk about, in my estimation. But um, we we talk about the schedules, and you start to see a conference schedule come out, like like for the NCHC, and all of a sudden there's not as many dates as you would like to have. Of course not. Of course not. We <laughs> they start to that. fill up pretty quickly. Yeah, so, no, no, we get that. So you don't you can't post a twenty six game home schedule. I don't think Greg Power is expected to have twenty five, twenty six home games a year every year in perpetuity. No, I didn't say that. I just said that when you start to to play in a conference, you've got commitments, and that shortens your your list of open dates. Oh well, yeah, I, I I get that. Uh, they I also. You know, you'd you'd have to sit there and and, and, and you know I I'm sh- I don't listen I don't sit there and make the schedule. I would if they'd let me. <laughs> We'd all love to see that. Yeah, well, you know when they when they come up with their pods of three in 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 in, in the NCHC, you'd have to. I guess it would be Omaha. I don't. I don't know how the geography would work on that, but um, I guess it would be Western Miami and whatever team is closer to them. I don't think it would be North Dakota. Maybe it'd be <laughs> Omaha. I don't know. But you'd have Saint Cloud, Duluth, and North Dakota. Right? I know. I know. Schedule maker. That's that's for another show. I do oh, want okay. to throw out there though on, on the schedule thing, and you and I talked about this too off air. And I think um, Jan- Sunday, January 14th is a huge, huge date on the calendar for the Arizona State Sun Devils. You know what this means, right? After January 14th, let me read that schedule. You are going to play at home against Augustana, at home against Lindenwood, at home against Fairbanks, on the road at Fairbanks, at home against Long Island, and on the road at Anchorage. Right. Do you see, and not taking away anything from these teams that we love them all, and uh, we cover most of them, um, do you see any way that you can make up enough pairwise points, even if you run the table? That's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve games. Your final twelve games, even if you go twelve and zero, following that Cornell series, is there any way that you can make up enough pairwise points? to win the tournament if you're not already in a pretty solid position on January 14th. I don't know. Is Fairbanks going to be in the top 20 again? I don't know. I'll answer that. 
Well, I can't really answer your question either. Well, let's say they are. Because that's only, that's only you know, four games out of that. Okay, well, listen. I brought up the number. I, 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 played, off, I played your little game. Thank you. <laughs> One more thing that you like about me. <laughs> no, I still hate it, but it is what it is. And, and I and I said important, it to you, isn't it? Nah, no, because you still have to go one and zero every night. <laughs> but you gotta. Uh, I said to you, they gotta total them to, when the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the schedule came out, um, I, I said to you that, and I don't expect ASU to be undefeated. They got to be seven and one going into Veterans Day weekend with Denver. Which, by the way, will be at Mullet Arena. Yes. Okay. Um, hard to go on the road and sweep, but they, they're probably going to have to. Can't lose to Stonehill. And you have to find a way to take three out of four of those first four games. Not going to be easy. No. Nope. Even though you're playing at home. Yep. Not going to be easy. Their advantage is two things. It's early in the year, and they are at home. As opposed um, to last year, it was early in the year, but they were on the road. And by the way, uh, Merrimack, and by the way, Northern, it will be in the 90s when you get there. <laughs> Paul, Paul Hornstein forecasting weather in Tempe, Arizona. Well, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's in the 90s all the way around the clock calendar it's not gonna be that hard. it's not that hard i mean you know what's the weather in san diego oh 75 and sunny what's it gonna be tomorrow i don't know 75 and sunny what about okay hold on that? a minute let's scratch that sunny part because i've spent a few days already since i got to california and san diego is very seldom not sunny <laughs> for the most part it's a marine layer until it burns off and then it's partly cloudy yeah whatever you get the point okay they still don't like to play football games at home during the day at that time of the year, which drives me nuts, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's called home field advantage, baby. You should be playing those games at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Make the other team sweat and melt. And and then also Paul Hornstein could watch the game a lot, a lot earlier in the day. Oh, yeah, I could actually go. Yeah, but that's. We're, we're not, <laughs> not, not that, that that doesn't matter though. <laughs> we're not going to get into that. <laughs> I don't care how true it is. <laughs> hey, and by the way, when you say true uh, around Coachella Valley, it's not true. It's true for Alexander. True. I just want to say it. So from now on, when we no. use the word true, no. we're going to say no. true. No, no, we're not. <laughs> No, we're not. Uh, I, I asked Joey the other day if we could start the press conference by saying, Joey, Joey. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll start the show that way from now on. College hockey, no. college hockey, college hockey, West. No, we're not. <laughs> we'll, we'll find something. Anyway. <laughs> That's the scary part, that you probably will. <laughs> I got nicknames for everybody. They know it, too. Oh, God. No. I'm still working on more, too. I'm going to have a whole bunch of them. Oh, great. Awesome. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear them. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Can't wait. just going to let school go on forever in New York State. <sighs> Did you tell me June 27th is your last day of school? Do you yeah. realize that the people in California and Arizona and Nevada and pretty much the rest of the country will have already been into a month or more of summer vacation? Yes. Believe me. I so so you're going to start January 1st then for the next year? No, 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 no. Believe me, if the city had their way, we'd be starting uh, July 1st, but that's near. <laughs> so when do you actually start? That would be June 28th. <laughs> Does not. Yeah, June twenty eighth. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> okay. 
All right, take it away. We've, we've babbled enough. Uh, right, great stuff su- again, but take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios, this has been Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and the second location, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies, See summerskates.com for more information. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith in your game at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. More than just great pizza, you'll love our wing sidekicks and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. The Caesar Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly. Locations in Tempe, Pine Top, and a ghost kitchen in Queen Creek. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, or download your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Did you say tell a friend or tell 11,000 friends? Either one is good. Okay. Okay. I'll take eleven thousand. Anyway, um, another great show. More to talk about. My uh, apologies to everybody that was looking for scheduled talk, but maybe next week Lindenwood and Air Force will release theirs, and we'll be able to talk about all of our teams and uh, and get a feel for what the complete schedule looks like. And and maybe maybe things will calm down a little bit, so we won't have quite so much newsy stuff. But mm. one thing I will tell you. I'm going to Vegas. I got a feeling the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be Stanley Cup champions this time tomorrow night. No, not quite. A no, little bit later than this no, time tomorrow no. night. Yeah. And I also eight days will be Calder Cup champions. So the predictions are out there. Paul Hornstein wouldn't make them, so I had the courage to do it. Yeah. Just remember that, folks, when you're crowning the champions. And there'll be two cups in the western half of the United States. Ra, ra, sis, boom, ba. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.